Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. And thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast a part of your professional learning network. This is Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 18. Today, we're going to be talking about how we train our teachers to teach in a learning management system classroom. Many of us out there are teaching in a learning management system. Maybe we have Schoology. Maybe we have Canvas. Maybe we're using a Google Classroom hybrid. Maybe we have some kind of other LMS. But today we're going to be focusing our attention on how do we train our teachers to use those, use them to our fullest, and really make the most out of these systems that, let's face it, guys, a lot of times are mandated that we have to use them and they're expensive. So how do we bring this entire school together to be teaching digital lessons using a learning management system? But before we do that, Nick, how are you today? Pretty good, Jeff. How about you? I am doing fantastic. It has been a great week here on TeacherCast. We just had a fantastic podcast with Nancy Conrad from the Conrad Foundation. It's a great organization. Um, If the name Conrad doesn't mean anything to you guys out there, her late husband, Pete Conrad, was an astronaut and was actually the third man on the moon. And they created this amazing um, foundation and competition for students to learn STEM, to be entrepreneurs, and uh, check that stuff out. I think it's TeacherCast Podcast 183. It's up online right now. Um, Lots of great stuff there. Of course, you know, we just also released a few great educational podcasting shows. So lots of great stuff coming out of TeacherCast. Nick, what's new for you? Uh, you know, not too much, Jeff. Uh, playing around, getting started with the year. So, uh, you know, it's it's meeting some new teachers and uh, just trying to get the ball rolling. Get, you know, get into the swing of things. And how is that ball? I feel right now we've had some time and then we've had some days off. We've had some time. We're recording yeah. this on a day off. What's that like, man? It's uh, it's it's just tough to get back into the swing and just find it, you know, find the time to to do everything that you want to do. And I think that's just part of the the role of a tech coach right is just trying to manage all of the time and then the different ideas that we come up with and uh get them all to to flow and connect evenly i i, <laughs> so I find it i'm working on right now <laughs> and, and i agree with you right it's it's finding the time to get into the flow and yep. man and, and many people that add that managing the technology for the classrooms we here at Ask the Tech Coach like to take that a step farther and say managing the curriculum for the tech sure. coach. If you haven't listened to an Ask the Tech Coach episode before, Nick is a tech coach. I'm a tech coach. We are here helping you guys out every single week, sharing our tips, our secrets, and, and the things that we do to help out our schools. Uh, my background right now, I have a fantastic K-12 school, and I, and I run in six different buildings. Nick, you have high school, right, in two different buildings. Is that correct? Two high schools, yep. Yep. And and we, we want to hear from you guys. If you're out there, you can, of course, follow us on Twitter. Our, our Twitter account's doing really well. It's Ask the Tech Coach. You can, of course, be on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. But you can find everything over here that we're doing over at AskTheTechCoach.com. We got blogs. We got podcasts. We got screencasts. We got tips. We got tricks. We have everything. But you still might be sitting out there going, I am a tech coach in my district. I am the only tech coach in my district. And I have so many questions about how to do this the right way. I need to figure out how I can put a group together to support my needs as a tech coach. Nick, we have an answer for that, don't we? We do. And, and this is this is my wheelhouse. I enjoy this a lot. So I know we've got, gone back and forth on a lot of different ways to how do you manage multiple buildings? How are you there kind of virtually for teachers? Um, how can you meet the needs of all the different staff? So uh, talking about learning management systems, somewhere where I've spent a lot of time and I think we've had uh, some big discussion going on. And if you're somebody out there that has a question about any of this stuff, I want you guys to check out our our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. We're gonna be getting started in October. We have our first meeting on October 10th. And many people say, what is a a mastermind. A mastermind is very much like a professional learning network, but we have actually provided a learning ma- a, a mastermind that's got a ton of value. Nick, talk to us about some of the things that people can get when they sign up to be a part of our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. Yeah, so there's a lot of things, right? So they're going to get some uh, specialized lesson plans uh, geared that they're going to be able to take and tailor right for their staff. 
They're going to be able to access, uh, you know, specific blogs that are just for mastermind uh, group members. They're going to be part of a specialized group. I mean, this is a group where you can go ahead and collaborate with other tech coaches to share ideas, something that we're always looking forward to. I know I reach out to people all the time. So this is going to be that niche, that group that you can go to. Um, you're going to get a few uh, virtual conference meetups with you and I um, and each other, uh, possibly some meetups with some ed tech companies that maybe we bring in and they can speak to um and then you know a five-week course also uh that they're going to be able to learn about utilizing uh learning management systems in their schools to work with their teachers I some more stuff right we got a lot of stuff there is a lot of stuff here again go over to teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind you guys for a limited time can use the coupon code tc50 that's tc50 to get $50 off your enrollment but that offer is ending quickly that offer actually ends on October 1st and then we are going to be out of those and then we're going to go up to full price on all that stuff but ask the tech coach can be found over at teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind let me just go over this one more time to make sure that we are totally showing off how much value we are giving here. Maybe some people would even say too much value. We're going to be doing this for an eight-week course. You're going to be getting two exclusive Tech Coach Mastermind video conferences a month. So we're going to do one at the beginning of the month, one at the end of the month. This is peer-to-peer mentoring. We're going to be talking to each other about our, our, our issues, our, our successes, and we're going to be challenging each other as we go through here in Tech Coaches. We also have an exclusive free set of lesson plans. We're, we're, we're trying to get about 10 to 12 free lesson plans, things that we do with our teachers. We're putting into s'mores, and we're going to be leaving them on our Tech Coach website for you guys. We're also going to be giving you guys some free templates. Many of you guys have been downloading our free templates um, as our opt-ins. We're going to be putting together some of those for free for you guys. We're also going to be giving you guys access to our private Facebook group. Now, this hasn't launched yet. We're going to be launching this exclusively with our Mastermind members, but we're going to be doing a private Ask the Tech Coach Facebook group for that. But that's not all. We have bonus Ask the Tech Coach podcast episodes that you guys are going to have a chance to actually choose the topics of. You choose the topic. Nick and I riff about it. We're going to have a good time with that. And we're going to be doing some exclusive Ask the Tech Coach blog posts. And if you're saying, Jeff, Nick, that sounds like an awful lot of value for just a little bit of time. There's one more thing here that we love to announce. We are doing a five-week online course on learning management systems. Nick, talk to us a little bit about what we can expect from that five-week online course. Yeah, so, you know, it's going to take us through some of the steps of learning management systems. So, you know, uh, nothing specific. It's not going to be geared toward any one specific learning management system. The idea is just how to utilize them. So how do you pick them? What are we looking for in learning management systems? So you get a little bit about the, you know, the background of learning management systems. We'll talk about probably three popular ones. And then the idea of what can we do with it? So how do you use learning management systems to meet the needs of your, your teachers? How do you push training out via learning management systems? How can you design modules, self-paced learning modules uh, for your teachers? How can you teach and show your teachers what you know, how they can kind of step outside the box in order to personalize learning for their students. So it's going to run the gamut from the beginning to the end, but we're hoping that it makes an impact, you know, in the classroom. So check that out today. We have had a few tech coaches sign up. We are looking to do about 15 to 20 tech coaches for this mastermind. Teachercast.net forward slash ask the tech coach mastermind. Sign up today and use the TC, use the promo code TC50. That promo code is $50 off our mastermind, and that goes away on October 1st of 2018. And, you know, Nick, we had a great episode last week. That was episode number 17, where we were talking about ways that we can create the best presentation topic. And we actually had somebody, we had Mark write in, um, who is a tech coach out in Montana. He asked the question, what if your administrator chooses a topic that your teachers don't like? But you all kind of realize you have to just do it, right? And this is an important topic. We are all, as tech coaches, forced to often at times present on district initiatives. Here's an app that we purchased. You know, Nick, go teach about it. Sometimes you have 20 minutes. Sometimes you have an hour. Sometimes you have multiple hours if it's a PD day. But Nick, what do you do if, you know, clearly it's not the most favorite topic, but everybody knows you just got to do it? 
Yeah, and I think it comes down to just doing it, right? I mean, <laughs> sorry to kind of Good put advice. that Nike slogan out there, right? But, but I mean, if it's an initiative, it's something that's pushed from the top. Um, I think it's trying to figure out the best way to get through it. Um, you know, uh, Jeff, and we were talking not too long ago. I was mentioning having to go through um, some training with supervisors and and talking about how part of the training that we had to talk about was. Um, evaluations uh in the classroom and being able how they were scoring those things talking about some sgo data and different stuff like that so so how do i kind of spice that up so i think one of the things is just looking for a way to get creative to step outside the box so you know i did something learning stations um and where it became sort of like a digital scavenger hunt of sorts uh incorporating some ar vr stuff into that you know, learning environment for them to spice it up. So that's something we can do trying to be creative, but sometimes it just gets down to kind of speaking your piece and, and just getting through the presentation as best that you can and as quickly and easily, and then being able to move on to that next topic. I, I love that. And and before we move on to that next topic, I want to remind everybody, we are here for you guys. The show is called Ask the Tech Coach for a reason. We want to hear your questions. And if you have any questions about this episode or a past episode, please let us know. Find us over on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach. Of course, you can always email us over at feedback at teachercast.net. Or you know what? Leave us a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. We'd love it. We would even play that voicemail if it's appropriate here on the show. It's called Ask the Tech Coach for a reason, guys. We want to help you guys as instructional technology coaches. And Nick, that brings us up to our tip of the day. Yeah, so today's uh, tip is going to cover LMSs, cause, which is what we're kind of focusing on here and personalizing and differentiating instruction. So as a tech coach, you know, when using an LMS, take an opportunity to spend time modeling what best classroom practices look like. So that LMS could be a possible show showroom for your teachers to see what is possible and how to best reach the needs of their students. And I love the idea of modeling, right? So today before leaving school, um, I, I started to prepare for our upcoming October PD day. I've got a three hour session with 70 teachers. And my first question to myself was, how do I want to see my teachers doing this in their classroom? And yeah, then that's an from awesome there, question. I organized the Google site. I organized the classroom exercises. I started, or and, and then I backed up to okay. Now I'm going to open up the Google Doc and actually start to outline, because I yeah. wanted to see what the finished product was, and I started working backwards. Let's start with this, because Nick, you just released on TeacherCast a fantastic blog um, on learning management systems, and we'll of course put the link to the show here. But basically, the idea of the of the blog post was the great learning management system debate. But That's I want to be clear: it wasn't a "this is better than the other," was it? No, and that was the goal, right? So my goal with this blog post was just to talk about, look, here are three different tools, regardless of which one you select, it's really what you're trying to accomplish with it. Some of them have some strengths, some of them have some weaknesses. I'm not debating what those weaknesses are. I just want to say what's possible via the tool or LMS that you were, you were choosing. So today we're going to be talking about three and Nick, the three that you focused on were what? Schoology, Canvas and Google Classroom. I think they're probably three of the, the biggest or most popular ones out there right now. So um, try to focus on those three. And you know what? We want to know from you guys. Well, what 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 learning management are you using on learning management? Um, you know, let us know. Uh, you know, at ask the tech coach. You can of course email us over at feedback at teachercast.net. We want to know from you guys what's on. We're also trying to be working with some of these companies. Um, we're trying to get you know Schoology and Canvas. We're trying to get these co these companies to come on. If not this show, another one of the TeacherCast shows. We want to look at this now, Nick. What is your definition of a learning management system? So, you know, a learning management system, I think, is going to be, and there's a difference, right? Because I, I think in doing my research and study as well, you know, the business and corporate world uses a lot of learning management systems, even healthcare and hospitals using a lot of learning management systems for nurses and for people to be able to train and gather materials. So it's a very similar concept, obviously, in K through 12, but it, I think it gears more toward not the teacher, but the student. It's about the students being able to learn in this environment. So the learning management system is a way for students in to manage 
their learning and it's how they learn. So being able to store materials, get it anytime, anywhere, um, and be able to keep themselves nice and organized. And now the reason why learning management systems have been so popular, I would say in the last seven years, right? Because I remember even the other day, I was actually on the phone with the learning management system. And I said, you know, I remember seven years ago, my first ISTE, you guys and I, you know, we met together and you guys had like 1500 users and now you're millionaires. Like, so, you know, this, this had to be in that seven years, right? And this was when we were looking at digital classrooms like we were starting to talk about a digital classroom we were still very heavy into 21st century classrooms and yes we're doing the air quotes here but what does a digital classroom look like to you if i was to walk into one of your high schools what is a digital classroom is it just somebody using a computer no, I, you know, I think the digital classroom can kind of run the gamut. I think, you know, if we, if we take a classroom and we look at, let's just say station rotation as a, as a pretty basic and ordinary um, teaching style or method of, uh, you know, of application for students. I think that's a digital classroom because you could set up a zone or a station where kids are using tech. Um, and then you can have these stations where maybe they're not using tech. So it doesn't mean that it has to be used or the laptop has to be used 24 seven. But I think the digital classroom is in essence, that extension of the physical sense. How are we going beyond the four walled classroom in order for students to be able to access material and learn 24 seven. So that to me, the digital classroom, I think we could look at it two ways the physical sense of the classroom and also the online class. Like if you were taking a college course, like I think we've all done before. So Nick, you're a tech coach. I'm a principal and you're going to come to me and we're going to have a meeting and you're the one that's leading the charge, right? You're the one that's the digital classroom expert. How do you share your vision of what a digital classroom is to me? The admin who has all the power, I'm doing the observations. You're not, convince me what this should look like. Sure. I think they need to learn what's possible with it and you need to be able to show the outcomes. So I know when I first started off and and kind of jumping into blended learning and, and, and incorporating, you know, really taking full advantage of the one-to-one that we had was being able to see what was possible, bringing the admin in to see, okay, here's how it is changing the game. Here's how I'm personalizing or differentiating uh, instruction. One of the most powerful things that I think I found not just with one, one-to-one, but utilizing learning management systems in order to really differentiate and, and personalize learning has been able to design self-paced learning modules. And I think that big piece, when they start to realize how I'm really personalizing for students and designing specific lessons and paths that they can choose, um, and then show the outcome, how students are scoring on tests or quizzes or various things, that's, I think, how you start to change it. The other piece, too, I think is engagement. I think if we just look at engagement and how you can really make the classroom and the lessons interactive and come to life um, and how that changes the overall excitement in the classroom, that too is something I think that can excite admin. You know, you and I have a lot of similarities in the way that we teach, in the way that we think about things. And I love that you're talking about it from student engagement. And I love how you're talking about it from the way that the lesson is created. When I work with my students, I I focus on that. Mm -hmm. But for me, my major focus is to say, look, I'm not here to preach to you digital classroom because no teacher has time for that. Right. I'm not here to preach to you 21st century learning. I'm not here to preach to you SAMR. I might not even say the word SAMR because I don't want to say, hey, we're going to do that substitution thing. And then you go, all right, I don't know what this is. I'm scared. Go away. Absolutely. Instead, I try to find that common denominator that everybody has, which is if I only had more time. Yeah. And and that could be time with my students, time for myself, time for lunch, time with my family, time to drive home, time to any of that stuff. So, for instance, today I was working with a teacher. That teacher was all paper. And that's okay. Like our job as tech coaches is not to rip up the notebook. But I saw a teacher do something and it took 9 minutes. And I, and I worked with that teacher afterwards. I said, look, if we could shift this and we could shift this, and if you did this, suddenly those nine minutes become literally two minutes because you're pushing out this through Google Classroom. You're setting this up on the calendar. And I said, now you can take that seven minutes and now you can go have coffee. 
or now you can go work with that kid or now you can. And the teacher looks at me and goes, you know what? That's pretty cool. I, I, I didn't know. And really, that's where it comes down to. I didn't know. I didn't know how to do that. This Absolutely. has been the way that it's always been. Nick, what's your angle? Because you've, you know, elementary is, is different than middle school, is different than high school. You've yep. got two completely, we've talked about this now, you've got two mm-hmm. completely different philosophies when you walk into each of those buildings, but they're teaching the same curriculum, the same courses, yep. the same everything. What's your pickup line? Um, you know, you know, I guess it kind of goes back to, to showing what's possible, but I think it's taking what they're doing. I'm the same way as you. I, I don't sit there and preach Samer. I can't even tell you the last time I've probably even mentioned Samer because I think to me, it's been about, Hey, what you're doing in the classroom. What if we just tweaked this and I can open up this much more time or engage this many more students. And then they're peaked their interest and the next thing you know it's okay how do we do it i'll tell you jeff once i showed teachers and you don't even need a learning management to do this piece but we can so if we talk about learning management systems but you know using google sites to create self-paced digital playlists right Mm -hmm. like we don't need a digital uh, learning management system to do that piece but guess what it mimics the same exact thing so i was showing a teacher just that piece like hey you know, you're taking a Padlet board and a Poll Everywhere question and you are do- keep opening them up in separate tabs. What if we keep it streamlined one spot in a Google site or in a Schoology, you know, module and the students can just open it and access it right there and go down the list. And guess what? Your whole day's lesson plan is, is laid out in front of you. And then guess what? If you were sick, everyone would have it even if you weren't there. So I think once they start to realize what's possible, my pickup line, I think, is not hey, you need to try this, but I think my pickup line is always, hey, I saw you do this, but what if we went and we, you know, what if we increased it or made it better by doing this piece? So I am a teacher and I have my own way of doing things. And then this coach comes in and says, hey, try this a different way. And I go, okay, maybe I, maybe this is going to work. Now the school district says, you're going to use, and I don't want to use the, the you're going to use this learning management system. Mm-hmm. And you're going to now be trained to do things even more differently. Sure. Give us advice, right? Because <laughs> we, we, we talk about this a lot. And, and I've, I've had so many tech coaches over the last couple of weeks knowing that we're doing this topic go, how do I possibly bring this environment in? Because literally it is an environment. It's, it's not a mm-hmm. teaching method. It's suddenly sure. you have a world on top, right? You got... You got places for your lessons. You got places for your daily communication. You got parents. You got your boss that can see everything whenever they want. Nick, how are tech coaches preparing teachers for learning management systems properly? So I think you got to take it slow. Um, And really, depending on the learning management system that you're using, I think you have to have a goal or an idea in mind of what you think the teaching needs to look like utilizing that tool in the classroom. You know, if you're if you're living in a Google environment, you want um, a really easy way for students to just live inside Google Drive, but you want your teachers to be able to deliver the content and the material. Hey, Google Classroom is an easy thing to use. If I want to build interaction, I want to make it maybe where students are they're staying and um, teachers are able to manage the classroom in one database, one system, but I want to be able to embed various items in through modules I want to or maybe create self-paced learning modules that way um, or gamified unit you know then maybe you're going to start to gear toward going with canvas or going with Schoology so I think what's the teaching style first off um, take it slow pick one thing at a time right so you know I, my thing with teachers is if we're designing a gamified unit or we're designing a self-paced learning unit pick one unit pick one lesson in that unit and start with that and then use that as a model because once you've created the template, you're able to then make copies and start to go across and really take time. And that's important for tech coaches because your staff can only go as fast as your staff can go. And I find this, yep. like, tell me if you're like this, you know, I'm yep. working with a teacher on this lesson, but my mind is already on lesson two, three, four, five, six. Now maybe that teacher sure. can't think of that. And you're, you got to stay as a tech coach in the moment with that teacher on that lesson. And you can maybe allude to a couple things coming, but you can't say, oh, this is a building block to this and this and this. Because as soon as you see your, your teacher turning red, 
Yep. You got it. You, oh, you, you might have lost them, right? Yeah. Now it becomes you, process time, right? It's like process they need to, time. To process it. Yep. Right. Let's do this. I will help you with this lesson. Breathe. Then yep. you can reattack. And, and go in there. I don't know. Maybe you attacks the wrong word, but you see what I'm saying on this. Sure. I, I want to pick up on something else that you mentioned because uh, you said find a goal, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm glad you said that because you need a school goal. You know, by the end Absolutely. of the year, every teacher should have at least three lessons, or at least should have this. Right. A couple years ago, um, I. Whereas we, we were doing learning management systems here on TeacherCast, and we had a number of learning management systems come on the show and talk about themselves. And I'll always remember it was, I, I believe it was Schoology that said something very important that goes for any learning management system. It's at least a three-year commitment. You can't bring a learning management system in and in the first year expect your staff to get it. So you can say, okay, I'm going to invest in a learning management system, but it's got to be a four-year commitment, a five-year commitment. And that's hard when your superintendent rotates every three and a half years traditionally. Your, your principal might be leaving. Your tech coach is brand new. You're, you, you've got all this rotation around, but you, you can't bring in a Schoology or a Canvas or an anything and say, all right, we're going to give you six months, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work because it's expensive or because it's this or that. When you're looking at your goals, you need to have a building goal or a a, a district goal and then a building goal and then a classroom goal in addition to having that tech coach goal because your tech coach goal might be, all right, this teacher we're going to get fully on Schoology. This teacher we're going to get maybe one lesson. A marking period. This one, I'm just going to show her how to turn it on. And you got to know your staff and you got to know what you're going to do. And that also kind of goes into our topic from last week, which was choosing the best presentation topic. You can't do a faculty meeting with this is Canvas. Right. It it doesn't work. work. But you can do how to create a lesson how to upload materials, and then just build. Now, Nick, in a few weeks, I'm excited about this topic. We're going to be doing how do you choose the best teaching method, right? And that's going to dive in here. Like, Do you give a lecture? Do you provide a video screencast? Do you do a Tech Tip Tuesday with a whole bunch of screencasts? Do you create an online course of multi-video featuring, you know, a a complete how-to we're going to talk about that in a few weeks here, but getting back to the learning management systems, you know, these are, these are important questions, guys. We want to learn from you guys over here at our Ask the Tech Coach show. You can go to askthetechcoach.com, and of course, you can find us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach here. Um, before we get into our round robin, Nick, of, of, of really what your blog was about, going down the features sure. of these great things, I want to bring in the missing component here, because usually a learning management system... And, Please correct me. It is an environment to teach. It is a series of resources, maybe with a calendar involved. But there's always that third part of the Trinity, which is parents. Yeah. Right. And talk to us a little bit about the role of parents in the digital classroom. Yeah. You know, they have to be trained as well. You know, one thing we've started as well, uh, you know, with with Schoology, because that's what we are using. But again, when we're talking LMS is it doesn't matter, right? It's it's really about how we're using that tool. So um, we've made it a point now at our back to school night to have myself um, as the point person, but to be open to working with parents on utilizing, uh, you know, Schoology. What is it? What can it do? How does it work? Do parents have access or don't they? If they do, you know, how do they get that access? So I do invite schools that if, if you're looking at getting a learning management system, if you are utilizing one and you haven't set up maybe a parent night or a way for your tech coach or someone to be out there with parents to basically do a little bit of training and overview with them, that could be a key idea and a, and a nice spot to to take advantage of. But um, they need to see what's possible. They they need to know where to look and what to um, – and what to look for, um, and and just how to speak to their child about using that tool because some tools they may not have access to. You know, we don't ha- give parent access to to Schoology accounts, but if they know what to look for and how to ask their son or daughter, you know, hey, where do you get material and what's a due date and where is that, you know, um, and they've gotten a little overview, then that helps them when the, when the kids are at home. 
And it's important when you're working with these parents, and I love Nick's word of training the parents, because it's important for the parents to understand this isn't going from blackboards to whiteboards to smartboards. This is a completely different way for our teachers to be providing lessons. And it's unfair for, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a right for a parent to say it this way, but it's unfair for a parent to come up and say, why is Nick only doing this when Jeff is doing this? And the answer might be maybe Nick and Jeff have different learning styles, different teaching styles. They're more comfortable with technology than the other. Right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's unfair to say that, especially in that first year of doing the learning management system, right? Sure. Why is my student over here getting this kind of an education when over here it's a completely digital thing? Yeah. How do you encourage this shift? I, you know, and I think what you said earlier, uh, you know, that Schoology comment of it taking three to five years, I, and I'm trying to just going back to that, but I think that could play a key role here. That's important. And, and that's a great comment by Schoology or whoever LMS kind of said that because it really is going to take that time and that's going to go to the teacher. You know, some teachers are going to find their niche in different areas. So if we know that the end goal is going to be, well, we want every teacher to teach in some facet of personal to to meet personalized learning as a goal some may find a niche in different areas some may like to put all of their stuff for the year and allow the students to work at their pace and and kind of just facilitate it that way some may want to drop in stuff as they go along some may want to keep open socratic seminar times because they like that experiential and that open discussion where some may like to create an online blog i think we can't expect everyone, even though we're, we have a goal, personalized learning, to still teach the same exact way. So, but how can we make it effective, regard, effective regardless of the way the teacher teaches? So let's take a look here. We we had, um, you know, as we said earlier, recently Nick just put out a blog over on TeacherCast, and it was all about looking at these three learning management systems here: Schoology, Canvas, and Google Classroom. Uh, Nick, you are most familiar with Schoology. And yep. it is a fantastic learning management system. Talk to us a little bit about what we can expect if we're looking at bringing in Schoology to our schools. Sure. So quick overview, right? I think to me, it's about um, being able to meet some of the four C's was a way that I look at a lot of the uh, LMSs. So Schoology, for instance, great for, I think, even a little bit more advanced for middle to high school grades. I think that is one little niche that has a little bit more weight to it. Um, feels more like a social media, has that Facebook feel to it. So I think older grades or, or kids have that connection to the piece. Um, one of the things that kind of separates it is the communication aspect. It's It really allows you to build a community to be able to set groups for clubs and athletic teams for the school. So we actually do that. We set the school, an entire school as a community where students and teachers can all post about different updates and different things. That's a nice inviting aspect. Um, and then the personalized learning. You know, Schoology allows you to build folders that you can personalize, that you can then embed content and bring in third-party tools. You do you want to incorporate Padlet boards or Nearpod or Poll Everywhere and ThingLink and all those tools kind of incorporate and embed great? So if you are out there and you're a Schoology user, we want to know. Nick, let's just do full disclosure. You are sure. a Schoology ambassador? I am a Schoology ambassador, yep. And, and what types of things does Schoology offer its ambassadors um, for support? Because, I mean, clearly a lot of the ambassadors out there are teachers, but there's many tech coaches out there. Maybe you're one of them listening to the show that's looking to figure out how do I best support my students who are in a Schoology environment? Yeah. So one thing is joining. If you have the opportunity and, and you're looking to bring in Schoology or not, or you already have it, um, but checking out their ambassador program, it's just becoming part of a group, sort of like the mastermind group we want to put together, right? Having a niche of, of teachers in an area that you are trying to get comfortable in, or you spend a lot of time, and then you have access to just training materials, uh, an online resource via Schoology that you can then gather materials from different teachers, um, training modules, stuff that you just fun activities that you can be a part of and then heck they even have their schoology next conference which is a pretty neat you know um way to build your pln and 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 meet other teachers that are using uh schoology so they're always there to kind of reach out but uh, let me preface jeff we did say this in the beginning too and it's not about just schoology right i think we're going to mention google classroom canvas it is about all lms's um not you know how one is better than the other 
So let's move on from Schoology here and go over to Canvas. You also sure. reached out to Canvas to put this piece together. I did because I haven't had a lot of, you know, knowing about Canvas in the past and knowing a lot of schools, I think even West Coast schools. Um, so maybe some California teachers out there can reach out to us, but are utilizing Canvas uh, heavily. So I wanted to reach out. I wanted to kind of dabble and play around with Canvas and get a feel for it. And I will tell you, I like the, pro the, the program, I, you know, even though I am a Schoology user and I've used Google Classroom in the past, I found a lot of things in Canvas that I liked. I think they follow a similar method to Schoology. I think a communication aspect it's built around. Um, it's a very open platform. You can really customize and personalize uh, any which way you look, which is pretty neat. It doesn't have that Facebook or social media feel. It's more of uh, you know an open, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, it, you know, it feels like an application on your computer, which is kind of neat. And you can move windows and drag things around. One of the things I love though, was just the ability to build small groups. And that to me was a pretty cool thing because you can monitor as like small group chat rooms or discussions, um, but be able to then pitch and post stuff individually to students and really kind of personalize that way. So it was a neat program. Now, usually they say that your favorite application is the one that you first fell in love with or the first one that you were given here, right? Sure. Um, that being said, and of course, the fact that you are a Schoology ambassador and that's what you're using every single day, um, Do if you were coming at this fresh, sure. if, if you were to step into the superintendent's office and give your recommendation, um, I know this is a loaded question right now, but pick one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough choice. It's, you it's put a tough one, right? Here. Yeah, and 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 that's the point. I think it's it's, you know. Again, it's going to go back to what I think my, my first point was. I think, well, what's our goal? And what's the atmosphere we're trying to create? What What's the type of pedagogy? What do we want to see the teachers doing in the classroom? And one may sway me a little bit other than the other. Um, but, you know, uh, but right now, I guess I'm a little <laughs> partial to to Schoology being an ambassador and stuff. And, and there's a couple features I like that, you know, I, I enjoy playing around with. So <laughs> I kind of got to go the nod that way. But I'll tell you what, I've played with all three and I like that. Almost got you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's let's move on to the one that I, I feel most people know about, which is Google Classroom. Um, sure. I, I want to ask the question that people often are, are misguided about here. And this these are opinion questions here. Is Google Classroom a learning management system? So I'm going to say no, it's not a full blown LMS. So I think that's one of the kind of the mistakes when people are going into it. But Schoology, I think I Schoology, Google, I think they did that for a purpose. I think what makes it effective is its simplicity. But that also kind of backfires with some people because they go, wow, man, well, Schoology or Canvas offer all of these other features. But, but if you liked Google Classroom, you liked it for the simplicity feature. The one feed is one stream. It's able to keep everything there. I think it's great for younger grades. The connection to your Google Drive is seamless. You know, does Schoology have a way to do it? Yes. Is it as fluid? Obviously not. So I think there are some advantages with Google Classroom. Um, the ease of the grading, if you're just doing that or being able to send documents out that are individual copies to students, that's a nice piece as well. So there are definitely features of Google Classroom, but don't expect to have online blogs and things like that, right? And then Jeff, but I think where the supplement comes is, well, why can't you team up Google Sites and, with Google and, Classroom? And, and that's right. You know, I, I have teachers always say, I live in Google Classroom. And, and I try to say, no, 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 no. You live in a website. You live on Google Sites. You build that digital playlist. You put your lessons on there. Much like with Canvas or Schoology, yeah. you build your lessons on there. Sure. In the Google world, we build our lessons in a website. Classroom comes in as being the only app of the Google Suite that has a calendar integrated to it. So sure. I always tell, try to get teachers to build their lessons on a website because it's there, right? Next year, it's there. Mom wants to see it, there's the link. You never want to say to mom or a student or anybody, yep, go to Google Classroom, it's the third thing down. No, it's the fifth thing down. No, it's the 70th thing. Wait a minute, it was the 70th thing and then I hit the reuse button, so now it's the first thing, but wait a minute, yesterday it's, and look, I know I'm blowing up the internet when I say this stuff, and please, 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 
We want to hear your opinions. Teachercast.net slash voicemail. Tell me that we're wrong with all of this stuff. Tell Nick that he's wrong with this stuff. We want to know because when we're looking at this, I feel that classroom and sites are one application. Yeah. And you got to look at them at one application. Sites is where I live. I'm building everything because at the end of the day, and Nick, you wrote an awesome blog post about this over on TeacherCast about archiving. If I only live in classroom at the end of the year, I archive my stuff. And yep. yes, it's still there. I can go find it. And but now I have to recreate all of those things. And again, it just comes down to time. If you want to waste the 15 minutes every Sunday night, go for it. But for me, all of my lessons are on Google Sites. Yeah. And I think that's a key spot, right, is is because I, I hear that all the time with teachers. Oh, man, I you know, I love Google Classroom, but I love Schoology or Canvas because I can go in and I can doctor up a lesson to be whatever I want it to be. Right. And make the page look whatever way I want it to look. And I'm like, well, guess what? You know, and I'm not using Google Classroom. I'm not promoting one over the other, but I go, but you can do it in Google Classroom. It's called Sites or Docs, right? right. It's even though you're po posting a doc as the homework or the assignment or a site as the homework or the assignment, you can doctor it up, make it look the way you want. And heck, with sites, you can embed Padlet and ThingLink and polls and whatever you want, right? So interactive maps. So you can do all that, do it, make your lesson, an interactive lesson via Google site, and then push it out via Google Classroom. And, and I always say, put everything on your website. That way, next year, when you come back, you can see it. It's all there. Now, where does Classroom come in? Classroom Classroom comes in because number one, a kid's going to walk into your class and say, what are we doing? The classroom says, click here. And that goes to a website, right? The website's where you're going to have your video. Your video is nice, but you're going to have all the other stuff around it. And the classroom is really where you're going to put together those docs, right? Maybe you put together a lesson on a website or websites and the kid needs a Google Doc because they're going to do a lesson or, you know, they're going to do an assignment or a homework or activity or something that then also goes into classroom. So think about it. I'd be happy to share some of these ideas here. I, I do this every day with, with our teachers, but the concept is simple. You live in a Google site because it's there. It's going to be there next year. The links are the same and classroom. If I archive it, guess what? I don't care. It's behind me. It's gone. Next year comes. We're also great for that. I also look at this and say, you know, and, and Nick, I don't know how Schoology works, but if I'm leaving the district, I can then give that website to somebody else and they'll be able to see everything that I've done, right? It is the, the yep. digital filing cabinet. But if yep. I was to inherit your Google Classroom and I look at the archive, I have no idea what, when, how, why, where, what else? Sure. And it's, I always, I don't know. I'm always looking in fourth dimension and saying, okay, next year, how do I save this time? And even now, you know, I'm in my second year now of doing these daytime PD classes. And, you know, last year we created like 20 and this year I'm going to be creating 20 more. So I'll have a I'll have 40. I believe that's how the numbers work, right? So I can walk in right now and I can teach any one of those three-hour courses with almost zero prep because it's on the website and I literally can just walk down my script. I have my slides on there. I have links to all these different things. And I've turned Sites and Classroom into a learning management system. I yeah. would say the free learning management system. And Jeff, I think you nailed it, right? Like with, with what's the overall point of the learning management system. And I think you just said it, it's, you can pretty much have your lesson or your units mapped out in front of you. And here you go. Like you can walk right down it. I can facilitate, I can pull students aside. It just opens up so much time in the classroom now. So we want to hear from you guys, right? Maybe you guys are out there and you're using a learning management system. Maybe you're a tech coach and you're helping to interview learning management systems. Nick and I certainly know about that over the last couple of years. We've interviewed them all. Um, we want to know from you guys, what are you using? How are you using it? And, and really, Nick, that is one of the reasons why we've created our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind, which you guys can check out today by going over to teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind using the coupon code TC50 gets you $50 off. And of course, Nick, this is why we are creating a five week 
online yeah. course all about learning management systems. Nothing specific, but it's going to show you how to, what to, why to, when to, and it's going to go through everything that you need all in about, what, an hour's worth of video or so? You're going to get the complete set. Yeah, pretty much, and go through and kind of get you up and running, give you an overview and see what's possible. So let's kind of wrap this up here. How do we model digital learning, right? You've got Schoology. You're, I'm assuming, creating lessons. You're creating PD. How are you using your learning management system sure. to model for your teachers? Yeah, and that was taking full advantage of the LMS, right? So my key was uh, I was a big proponent. I love gamification as an element of uh, blended learning, mastery learning, and personalized learning, really just tying all the learnings in together, right? Which is really what it is, a distillation of it all. But but I wanted to model that. I wanted to show them what's possible. So I create learning modules that for my teachers that they can go on, they can access anytime, anywhere, opens at the beginning of the year closes at the end of the year it tells them uh you know how many hours they can earn they earn badges as completion there's a leaderboard um and then various challenges open here and there throughout the year so my goal was they enter this world everything is work at your own pace you know submit what your creation is at the end to prove that you've mastered a skill and all the while though i'm just modeling what an effective lms use looks like in a personalized or blended classroom, as well as, hey, here are elements of gamification. Now, I'm, I'm curious, Nick, do you break the, th the third wall or is it the fourth <laughs> wall? I mean, because I mean, I'll do no. this like while, while I'm giving PD, I'll actually stop and go, OK, just so we're clear while we're doing this. Yes, I want you to be here as my student, but I also want you to start looking at what I'm doing from the teacher point of view. And I start pointing out, you know, hey, look over here on my slides, I put this and over here. You know, I start giving them those those uh, maybe it's me watching the office, but sometimes you have to stare at the camera and wink a little bit. Right. Do you do that or is, am I just I, a, a weird person? No, I do do that. And, and, you know, I think it's just having a feel for, you know, what's going on or the workshop or the student, the teachers you're working with. But I will tell you, they will reach out to you like they will find a niche or something that they go. Oh, man, I remember when I was doing that online learning module, Nick had something set up where this happened or hey he made the banner look really cool how did he do that it's longer than what allows me to do in schoology which is a feature by the way but right you know like and then they reach out to you and they ask you hey how do you do that thing that you that you did in your course so it just now it's a talking point it's a one-to-one -one meet up with me and them what, what, what I like to do, and, and we're, we're going to take a side here, but th this is a quick tech tip for tech coaches. On the bottom corner of all of my slides, I always have the school mascot. And, and people think it's there because I'm for the school. And, and of course it is. But what they don't realize is that, you know, sometimes a teacher asks a question and you need to bounce inside of your slide deck. So mm -hmm. I always have a, a school mascot logo on the bottom corner. And if I click on that, it takes me to a hidden slide that is the table of contents for my entire slide deck. Nice. Good so that way, if somebody says, hey, wait, you know, 10 minutes ago, you had mentioned this or I don't get this. I can always click on that logo, go into a table of contents, find what I need click back into it and then keep going on. And again, talk about a time saver. It's a little nutsy, but it works for me, right? And all you yeah, gotta do is you make a table of content slide, right? And you link it to all the different slides and you've just saved yourself time. But imagine your teachers having that feature on all of their lecture slides. That's how you show what a digital classroom can be all about. Yeah, and that's a pretty cool trick that you had there. And then again, you're just modeling something that's effective. And I think that's it. I think that's the key to what we're talking about here. All right, let's wrap this up, Nick. You are the tech coach. I am the superintendent. I come to you and I say, Nick, we are digital. We are SAMR. We are four C's, six C's, 10 C's. <laughs> we're, we're all of those things. Is the learning management system successful? Because I'm paying eight bucks a kid, 12 bucks, whatever it is a kid. We're paying thousands of dollars for this learning management system. Nick, how do you know if a learning management system is successful? 
Um, you know, you got to see how it's being implemented in the classroom. So, you know, if the teachers are able to take the learning management system back to the classroom and do something that they weren't able to do before, um, it could be opening time. It could be really finding that niche with self-paced learning and they're able to now personalize instruction for each student, maybe finding their weaknesses and giving students that specific task or, or skill that they need to work on through these various modules or whatever it is. But if we can see that they're doing that with the student um, and engagement is up, um, it, it doesn't automatically mean that every kid's going to you know, now score A's and get hundreds on every test. No, that's not going to happen. I don't think that's also realistic. But if they're a little bit more engaged and are interactive in the classroom, then it probably means that they're going to do a little bit better uh, as far as um, you know, the test or the quiz goes. Nick, it's been a great episode. I, I hope I that you guys out there we, – we went a little long. We're about 50 minutes at this point. We usually <laughs> we usually try to keep these shows under 30. But my goodness, we had a lot of stuff to talk about today. And we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about next week. Next week, Nick, we're going to be coming back here with episode 19. And it's going to be talking about how do we create great one-to-one -one relationships yep. with our staff members. This is a hard conversation, right? Because you want to be their friend, but you have a job to do. Yeah. And, you know, I think we're just going to touch on a few points, you know, ha you know, having empathy um, while you still have to get your job do uh, done. And, you know, what do we do with faculty rooms and lunch rooms? Do you spend time in there? And 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 just the part, you know, if we are teachers or we're teachers, are we still teachers at heart? And, and how do we treat our teachers as equals and not think that, you know, they're all at a basic level. How do we really meet their individualized needs? You know, I, I'm interested next week in hearing your take on the lunchroom situation. I, I've gotten myself in situations <laughs> oh, where one, right? you, you, you walk into the lunchroom and the only thing on your mind is helping teachers out. And then you go, wait, everyone is on their lunch and I'm talking Chromebooks. Yep. This is not good. But you're, you know, you're focused on Maybe it's the only chance you get with that teacher. Or maybe you don't know another way to have that conversation. Guys, check it out next week. We're going to be having that conversation here, how to have a great relationship. And you know what? We've got a lot of great things coming up here. That's episode 19. Episode 20, the following week, we're going to be talking about tech coach websites. Do you do, you know, do we do WordPress? We, we talked about it briefly on one of our first episodes, but we're gonna be really, really diving into what does that Tech Coach website look like? How do we make it look nice? What third-party apps do we have? Then we're gonna be wrapping it up with the three best ways to train our staffs when they don't care about the topic. We've all been there. You're doing a tech training, somebody yawns, everyone's looking at their watch, four o'clock shows up and they rush out. Even before you're finished, what do you do? do. I want to remind you guys that this episode is sponsored by our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. We have a great thing coming up. You know, that $50 coupon, TC50, is going to be up and out of the way on October 1st. So get your coupon today. Teachercast.net slash Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. We've already got a good crew signed up. We want you to be a part of it too. Teachercast.net slash Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind with the coupon code TC50. And Nick, thank you so much for helping to put this out together. I can't wait to get customers, uh, customers, subscribers' reactions to that to that LMS blog post. There's a lot of great things on here, and of course, this is episode number 18. Nick, final thoughts on today? Yeah, no, this was great, uh, and this was there's just so much to talk about, right? But but this is something I'm passionate about. I think you too, and and we were just showing, you know, anything's possible with any of the LMSs, regardless of of what you choose. And again, it's what your ultimate goal is. So I had fun. This is a great discussion. I know our ultimate goal is to make gooder students, so we're gonna make gooder teachers, <laughs> and we're gonna do gooder PD. That's what we're here all about. We want to know from you over on Ask the Tech Coach. Find us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Email us at feedback at teachercast. Net. And look, maybe you're sitting there screaming at your podcast player. These guys are full of it. We don't know what we're doing. We want to hear from you guys. Just make sure you leave your name. TeacherCast.net slash voicemail is the place to go. Guys, thank you so much for making TeacherCast a part of your professional development network. On behalf of everybody here on the network, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.